0: Hey everyone, we just have two quick announcements to make before we get started here. First, starting this week, workbooks for both levels, Newbie and Elementary, will now be made available for downloads on
1: the Friday after the podcast episodes have been released. Second, starting next week, the Elementary-level podcast will now drop every Thursday instead of Wednesday. But the release schedule for Newbie-level podcasts will stay the same, so you'll still find the latest Newbie episode every Tuesday. We're just making a few minor adjustments after our first month, so please bear with us. Thanks so much for listening and for all of your patience. Alright, now here's
2: the
1: show. 大家好, hi everyone, you're listening to Bite-sized Taiwanese. A brand new podcast giving you a taste of real everyday Taiwanese. This is Alan. And I'm Phil. Welcome back. You're listening to episode 7 of our Elementary Level. Hey Phil, have you been to Tainan before? Yeah, actually I have a lot because
0: I have relatives there. But why do you ask? Well, I'm thinking of taking a weekend trip there. It's known to be one of Taiwan's food capitals. And of
1: course, Taiwan's first real capital too, oh, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that
0: too, of course. But every foodie should make a pilgrimage
1: to Tainan at some point for its amazing street food, sum. <laughs> so this is different from what we think of the Hong Kong-style dim sum, right? Boom! dio. Taiwanese dim usually refers to all that amazing,
0: mouth-watering food <laughs> from street vendors. Dim <laughs> ta, the portions are usually just enough for a quick snack, but not a full meal. But dim sum sometimes can refer to midday snacks like a piece of cake you might have with an afternoon coffee or tea. So, is there any special dim that you really want to have? Well. Tainan is really famous for something called Gua Cha Bang, coffin bread. Have you eaten
1: it before? Gua I have. It's good, but it's quite rich. <laughs> for our listeners that haven't heard of Gua Cha Bang, coffin bread, it's a thick piece of toast, Shok Pang, which is usually deep fried and then hollowed out and filled with a thick chowder-like oh. filling that originally had chicken liver, but now you can find it with seafood, vegetables, ham, or even curry. It's something like a cross between a pot pie and soup in a bread bowl. So, Alan, what about you? Have you eaten it before? I haven't yet, so I'm really excited to try it. And since you'll be in Dailam, Tainan, you should also definitely check out all the other great sites in this old capital city. For example, there are historical remnants of forts and city walls built by the Dutch when they came in the 1620s. There are also lots of these centuries-old temples and shrines sprinkled throughout the city. You'll just be walking, turn a corner, and then stumble upon a temple. It's really amazing. And there's also many museums, like the National Museum of Taiwan Literature. Or if you're interested in the Taiwanese language, you should also visit Ong Dik Memorial Museum. He just opened last year to commemorate one of the most important scholars of the Taiwanese language, who was also an example of a Taiwanese intellectual in the 20th century. And it's right beside this beautiful little garden, Ngoh-hung, known as one of the four great gardens of Taiwan in the traditional style. Oh wow, there's really so much there. <laughs> there
0: is. There's just too much to see and of course eat in Tainan. <laughs> tainan. <laughs> Have you? kamaki Sakariba. Have you been to Sakariba? Sakawa? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Sakariba <laughs> is the name of an area in Tainan, which used to be the most lively area starting in the 1930s when it was still under Japanese rule. Oh. Sakariba comes from the Japanese. Sakariba, <laughs> <laughs> which means a bustling lively area. Sometimes it refers to the red light district. Oh, okay. yeah. But in Tainan, this used to be the place where a lot of 业心大, street vendors would gather because there were also cinemas, bar, and restaurants there.
1: Wow, I've actually never heard about this place. How do you know about this?
0: Well, it just so happens that it is also where Coffin bread was invented. <laughs> oh of course that's <laughs> how you know. <laughs> <laughs> of course. If I'm making a pilgrimage for Guantha then I might as well go to the source. The Diem Da, where it was vented, is still there. Oh wow. The story goes that in the 1940s, after Japan had to surrender Taiwan, there were US troops stationed all over Taiwan the owner wanted to cater to their Western taste. So he came up with guan Cha Bang, which you're also supposed to eat with a fork and knife. Oh. <laughs> wow, that's quite a story. I feel like there's so much history there. Yeah, I read that the area is not what it used to be because of fires that destroyed the original buildings. And also newer markets that have sprung out in Tai Lan, Tainan. But apparently there are a few other old vendors, Diam Xim Da, still around. And you can still feel the old vibe from that area. Like there's one 点心打 that's been there since the
1: 1930s and still sells 米糕 or rice cake. Actually, maybe you should explain what bega is ah. since I, I feel like rice cake can mean so many different things to different people. Like if I hear rice cake, sometimes I imagine that really dry, bland, circular puffed rice oh. cake that's supposed to be a healthy snack. Or sometimes I imagine like that tubular, spicy rice cake in Korean cuisine. Ah, yeah. So yeah, can yeah. you can you describe what Taiwanese bega is like? Okay, it's well, it's not
0: like the other two things you described. Taiwanese biegu is more like a ball of rice. I think it's more similar to yu beng, sticky glutinous rice or lo peng braised pork rice. Lo ba beng. that's your favorite, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Good memory. <laughs> Biku often has braised minced pork on top, which makes it look like lo bapeng. I should also note that what we usually refer to as lo ba beng in the north is called ba se beng in Tainan.
1: (laughs) Oh, you're right. Actually, I remember that when I went to Thailand, there was this heated discussion about the differences among lo ba beng, ba se beng, and also kong ba beng. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think it goes something like this. In the
0: north and central Taiwan, they use lo ba beng for braised pork rice with minced meat. And if it's large chunks or slaps of meat on top, then it's called kong ba beng. However, in the south, they say ba se beng, for braised pork rice with minced meat and lo ba beng, for larger
1: chunks or slaps of meat on top. <laughs> okay. All right, but let's not get too deep into the fight between the north and the south because food is such a sensitive issue. <laughs> it could trigger a civil war, you know? Uh, yes, it does. <laughs> yes, it definitely does. Anyway, we'll put up a chart on the episode webpage just to help our listeners
0: sort it all out. Anyway, back to 米歌. The key difference is that uses steamed white rice, while Bi Ge uses sticky glutinous rice. And the version in Tainan often has dried shredded fish, so peanuts, and pickled cucumbers, ani. And sometimes Bi Ge is steamed in bamboo tube or mold. Oh. So when you bring it out, it is in cylindrical shape, and go can also be made sweet with other ingredients. Ellen, I think you're drooling <laughs> as you talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't help it. The tiam in Tainan Tay is so good. Yeah, I've heard that quite a lot. Well but what makes it taste different? I think the part of it is that the local flavors, Kao is a little bit
1: sweeter. Katni. <laughs> what do you think? Tai Ram and Biko niba chiaqueba. Ooh. What about the dailam chakwe? I've eaten it before in Tainan. But the problem is, 比个, from other places, well, 我不吃饭, I haven't eaten before. So I can't really <laughs> compare, you know? <laughs> well, then you'll just have to take my word for it.
2: <laughs>
1: so besides talking about food, you may have noticed today that we use the sentence pattern to talk about having had an experience doing something. Right. For example, you heard it when we asked the question. Kue. Have you been to Thailand before? So, Lam is put in the front of the sentence as the topic of this question. You can also put it after the verb in this sentence, but for now, let's keep it at the front. And this sentence pattern, kue, has three main parts. First, you have but which comes from a word to be familiar with something. Then in the middle, you have your verb. And in our example, we have キ, which means to go. And then after the verb, you have which comes from the word to pass or cross. So your verb is sandwiched in between but before the verb and after the verb. When you do this, you're basically saying that you've previously had the experience of doing that action or verb. So
0: means I've gone to Tainan before or I've been to Tainan before. Now Alan, what if you haven't done something before? How would you negate that statement? If I haven't done something, then I would negate but by saying mm, but. So let's use the example from before. I haven't gone to Thailand before or I haven't been to
1: Thailand before. You should also know that it's possible to leave off either end of the sandwich. So sometimes people leave off gue or sometimes people leave off Either way, it still
0: means the same thing. So, we can say our example sentence in three different ways. All of these mean, I have gone to Tainan before or I have been to Tainan before. Alright, let's try practicing what we just learned. Phew! Phil, have you eaten at that braised pork rice vendor?
1: I have. I also know the owner. He's a friend of
0: mine.
1: Have you been to Sakaliba before? No, I haven't been there before. There are a lot of street vendors there.
0: Then, let's all go there
2: together.
0: Feel, I'm so
1: hungry. We've been waiting in line for an hour. But I really want to eat coffin bread. <laughs> what what's that mean? Well, let's make it out one-bite challenge.
0: And you'll soon find it out. <laughs> okay. But what does it mean? Okay. Atama konkurī originally comes from the Japanese atama konkurito, which literally means concrete hat. But in Taiwanese, it's come to mean something like blockhead. <laughs> hey, <laughs> well, so you can call someone this if you think they're being foolishly stubborn about something. Something like standing in line for an hour for something that they can get next door in five minutes.
1: Okay. <laughs> And now it's review time, and also your turn to practice. Like always, we'll say the English first, and then the Taiwanese. Once at natural speed, and then slowly. Remember to say it aloud with us. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's get started. <laughs> to have gone somewhere before, to have been somewhere before. But ki kùi But ki kùi or
0: but ki. But ki, or, <inaudible> 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 or
1: Ki To have eaten something before. But yaque.
2: But Or But ya. But jia Or Jia Yaque. Snacks, street food. Demsim A Street Food Vendor of Snacks Ta Ta Coffin Bread Toast Shapang Shapang Tainan Tairam Tairam Rice cake Biku
1: Minced braised pork rice, the term used in southern dialects.
2: Ba se Ba
1: Large chunks of braised pork rice, the term used in northern and central dialects.
2: Kong ba peng Kong ba peng
1: Braised pork rice, the term used for large chunks in southern dialects and the term used for minced meat in northern and central dialects.
2: Lo ba Lo Sticky glutinous rice. Yu Yu Peanuts. Tota tota Dried shredded fish, or fish floss. He saw he saw cucumbers. Guani Guani Flavor or taste. Kaubi. Kaubi.
0: Okay, that's it for today. To review what we discussed in this episode, be sure to visit our website, BitesizeTaiwanese.com, and go to the episode page where you can find a
1: recap of today's vocabulary, grammar points, and one-byte challenge. And if you're looking for more practice and explanations, be sure to check out our downloadable workbook. Since there's only so much we can cover in this short podcast, the workbook is where we can get deeper into the topic and cover things like alternate pronunciations or regional variations, added grammar discussion, related vocabulary, tone changes, and characters.
0: Also to really internalize what you've learned in today's podcast, it helps a lot to see things visually and actually produce answers yourself by doing the exercises. Try it out and I'll bet you find that you retain things much better. Chapter 1 is a free download, so go check it out for yourself by clicking on the link in the show notes. You can download the workbook individually by chapter or get the entire season.
1: Also, as a reminder, starting this week, workbooks will become available every Friday. And if you're enjoying this podcast, please do let us know, whether it's by leaving a rating and review, leaving a message on our Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram accounts, or even writing us an email message. Yes, we'd love to know more about our listeners and find out what's working and what's not. Please let us know you're out there. That's right, we want to hear from you. And I'm Phil. Thanks everyone for listening. See you, See you next time. time. Zaihui. Zai